Welcome to Geek's Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. I'm Jenny. And we are so happy that you're here tonight as we start the night off by celebrating 40,000 subscribers on the Daps Magic YouTube. We've been doing Daps Magic since 2004, and we got into YouTube uh, very shortly after, I feel like. And uh, about, what, two hours ago, three hours ago, Katie texted me, and she's like, you're almost there. We, we, we got this. And so she tweeted, and I tweeted, and we <laughs> insta-storied, and all of these fun things. And uh, I think we had, what, 11 at the time, or nine? We I, were 11 away. 11 away. And so we've hit that number. So on to 50,000, I guess. So thank you all for your support. And uh, thank you, Mike, Jeff, everybody else, Angela, Micah. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're glad that you're here. It's going to be a fun night. And uh, how, how are you guys doing tonight? Good. I mean, great, I would think now, but. Yeah, no, I've uh, drank a lot of water today. I'm very okay. hydrated. I'm True. very ready. Okay. Hydrated, <laughs> ready. That's, that's a good way to start the show. Ready. Okay. Um, well, let's hop right into it then. Uh, <laughs> Disneyland celebrated its 65th anniversary on Friday, and uh, we covered this story unlike any other coverage I think we've ever had for a birthday at Disneyland because you couldn't go to Disneyland, and uh, uh, that made things a little bit different. But uh, we did do a fun thing where we did a Daps Magic Live where we went through the last 10 years of um Disneyland celebrations for their birthdays. And uh, we also celebrated, uh, as, as Jenny likes to call Marie, Moomies, uh, and my 10-year <laughs> friend friend anniversary, which she was very tickled that we remembered. And um, But it was, it was a fun day. Uh, what did you guys think just now on the other end of the weekend? Like, what did you think about this year and how, like, the lack of celebration other than virtually for the birthday. Like how, how do you feel on the other side of that now? It's surreal to think there was nothing, you know, uh, because even, even at Disneyland, when there is nothing, there's always something, you know, there's always something that was like cast member exclusive, or there was something that was annual pass holder exclusive. So even if there's not a big celebration, there's always there's always something. Uh, so it's weird to think that no one had any celebration. Obviously, we all had our own unofficial uh, celebrations. Thankfully, no one did anything too crazy. Uh, but yeah, it's very surreal to think that there was truly nothing. We had a nice cup of coffee. I mean, that was something, but you know. Yeah. Uh, Jenny, what do you think about it all? I still think they could have like shot confetti everywhere. <laughs> or like played something in the esplanade or all throughout all about downtown Disney. But don't like, you think if they'd have done that, people would have heard, oh, they're doing something. And then suddenly you'd have all of these cars descending on the Disneyland Resort with the hope that something more would happen. I mean, I feel like people already thought something might happen. Yeah. So it would have been like a treat for those people who did actually go out. And like, okay. Okay. Just something small, like nothing. But I don't know. There's something about the birthday when they shoot off that much confetti. Yeah. It's like, true. 
And well, they, when they pull out like the vacuum cleaners, to clean I was gonna say, up, like, and the cast members with the vacuum lawnmowers would have come out of nowhere. That's like the best. I think if I'd have been in charge, I would have done it inside, which they did do for cast members, I believe. Um, but I would have live streamed something from in the park for those that can't be there. And, and maybe in front of the castle or something and do a little, do the confetti and do the fun things and, um, and then take it to that next level. But I think they did a nice job. They recognized the history of the day and they, you know, they made lemonade out of what they could. And, um, and we, I think we actually had more fun than anybody going through the last 10 years of celebrations because that was just a blast, I thought. And it was funny to watch the different things they had and and to be like, oh, there's things that are exactly the same every year and then things that are completely different. And the best part was a meal. But um, you, should all watch, you should all watch the video to watch Katie's reactions. Oh, yes. Because like... Mr. Daps and Mumi are just talking, talking, talking. And she was like, I wasn't there. I don't know what's going on. Wow. And she's on the bottom too. So they're up top. So it's kind of like, she's just like, it's really funny. It's really funny. You like, you don't even have to listen to it. Just watch Katie's reactions. Yep. Yep. Real good content. That's (laughs) That's what I'm here for. That's even better. Um, I, I liked your, your visuals of that as you were looking up to each, window or whatever like that just added to it a lot um we should also say if you haven't checked it out yet make sure to stop by and check out doug's 30 years ago at disneyland because i actually think that was the highlight of uh disneyland's birthday was seeing disneyland's birthday 30 years ago um which was the 35th anniversary and it was super cool and um and he got pictures i've never seen of the ceremony before so um that was super cool like i've seen lots of other elements of the 35th anniversary but i'd never seen the ceremony so um that was that was great job and i think we're going to talk more about that um one of the things that have come out of reopening and for us downtown disney but mostly walt disney world is the uh when do you wear a mask and when is it okay to eat or drink and and so disney updated their um guidelines i guess i think specifically for walt disney world but jenny was saying they did it here too and uh is that right jenny uh yeah they listed the specifics yeah so uh the way it works now is you're allowed to lower your mask to eat or drink if you're in a secluded or socially distant area and you're not walking um which gets rid of a loophole that i've been seeing on the internet of like well if i'm drinking water or i'm drinking starbucks I can have my mask down, which actually is a really bad idea. And I wish I had a mask with me. But if you're doing this thing, you're actually getting all of the germs that are right here and you're pulling them back up in front of your face. So don't do that. Do the whole hang off your ear thing. Way better. Um, no, Katie's giving me a look. Uh, kind of. Uh, if if you are a person with long hair, uh, the idea of dangling your mask off your ear and then it touches your hair. Uh, bacteria actually lives in your hair. Uh, so there's that. So wash your uh, hands, take them off, hold it yes. very carefully. So yeah. the funny thing, and I talked about this when we went to downtown Disney, I think on the birthday. It was Friday. Yeah. I, I can't remember. Uh, but when I went back to work on my first day after quarantine, we literally had a 20 minute training session on like your mask, how to take it off, how to, what to do when you remove it, when you can remove it. Uh, so we, we were talking cause we were at Earl of Sandwich and I 
took both loops off. I had a napkin down. I put it, uh, breathe like outside down on the napkin because you're That's supposed to put it outside impressive. down from the disposable. But I, it was very funny to me because I literally got trained on this at work. It worked. It <laughs> totally worked. Um, so we've now been at downtown Disney two weeks in a row. Um, and my question for you is both of you is how do you feel that mass compliance is going now that we're two weeks in? 98%. Okay. Jenny? Uh, like, yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. Uh, there are definitely people that want to take it off for photos or they want to, you know, walk around with a Starbucks in their hand so that they can pull it down. Uh, but I have seen the guest relations cast members have been incredibly vigilant on and not being abrasive or anything, but talking to those guests and saying, hey, uh, I just started laughing because I remembered Sunday. Uh, <laughs> but saying, hey, <laughs> uh, would you mind pulling it back up? Because, you know, you are surrounded by other guests and things like that. So, And most guests have been uh, incredibly willing to comply. So, Yeah, I, I think and, they've been doing a good job. Go ahead. And lots of little kids wearing them. Yeah, and, and that was the observation that I think we made on Sunday was you had these like two and three-year-olds that were walking around wearing their masks just fine. And I'm like, if they can do it, I can do it. And and so, I mean, they were inspiring. Kudos to them, hat tip, all of that stuff. Because, um, you know, they were there was a group of like, what, five kids or something in a family? And they oh my all gosh. had their masks and they were all just having a grand old time and it was it just like, like a field trip yeah like, there was a lot of kids <laughs> it was either that or what the brady bunch looked like you know <laughs> when they were <laughs> in a different timeline when they got together earlier um, and the really cute thing that i thought was that they all had little initials on their mask so each kid could keep oh, track right. of their mask it was very cute but all the kids and they, not only were they wearing it, but they were wearing it over their nose Correctly. and below their mouth. Correctly. Yes, absolutely. Which yeah. I don't know that I would feel like below my nose is any more comfortable because as I think about that, that seems more uncomfortable. I wouldn't want it on my upper lip. So anyway, um, let's move right along. We're, we're going to continue our mask watch 2020 and see how we feel <laughs> about it. And, and really, like we will keep coming back to this, though, because if at any point we don't feel it safe, we're going to let you know. Um, just because uh, we don't want anybody to be going to downtown Disney um, and and getting a, you know, we don't want anything to happen to anybody. Yeah. And, uh, and the other thing to uh, just be in mind with this is there's an inherent risk anytime you do leave your house and go anywhere. And uh, we are recognizing the risk is uh, a little bit mitigated. And I work with some medical professionals in my uh, my day job. And so when you're outside during the day, you're actually fairly safe, especially if you're wearing a mask and um, and you're trying to social distance like the the risk is very mitigated. Um, that doesn't mean that if you are in a position where you're not necessarily safe or you're in an at risk person that you should go and tempt fate. So uh, we will tempt fate because we're not at risk and we're keeping outside. And uh, for the most part, we are, are doing our very best to really play it safe. But, um, um, you know, that's, you know, if you got any questions specifically about medical conditions or whatever, I would talk to a doctor. Um, that's actually what's made me feel a little bit safer about it is getting to talk to medical professionals and they're being like, 
here is the best place if you're going to go out this is the way to do it and really downtown disney is if you're outside once you go into stores things change a little bit but all right let's move right along over at tokyo disney this week they announced there is a new nighttime spectacular coming and uh this is fun um it's called believe sea of dreams and I have been waiting for something to be announced because knowing how Tokyo Disney works, it's like you're not going to get rid of Fantasmic and not have something new on the line. And and so uh, we don't know a whole lot about it. Uh, I guess I could read the description that they have um, given us on this. It's going to be about 20 minutes long. And supposedly this is about the importance of having a dream and always believing in it. So it seems very Disney and very Tokyo Disney. Um, what do you guys think from what you know about it so far? It's going to be in the Mediterranean Harbor at Disney Sea, 20 minutes long, and the description I just gave you and the title. I think it's going to be magical. I think that Tokyo always has a way of... You almost get like these warm fuzzies. Uh, I feel like all Tokyo entertainment, when I like see videos of it, I'm like, no. That makes me so happy. Uh, and for something to replace Fantasmic, it's got to be good. Which Fantasmic like, was there, I think, almost nine years, if my memory was, is correct. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was 2011 too this year. Yeah. Um, it is a bummer that we can't see it sooner because obviously nighttime <laughs> spectaculars aren't really a thing right now uh, because crowding. Uh, I do hope that we can see it uh, at the start of next year. Right. The thing is 2021. um, The thing that's interesting about Tokyo is they are very, um, I feel like they're very disciplined with how they, they do their guest control. And so if anybody could pull off a nighttime spectacular, it's Tokyo because they have the rules and people tend to follow them. Uh, Jenny, what do you think about the show? Um, I love the name. I love that it has like C in there. So I was like, oh, cool. So it's at Tokyo Disney Sea, obviously. Um, <laughs> and same thing as Katie. Like, I've had friends who've worked in Tokyo, and I feel like their entertainment pretty top notch. So I can't 100%. imagine it being like not spectacular. I feel like for the most part, Disney entertainment in general, you see um, the concept art of anything, and it's like, a million times better than that. Oh yeah. Like that you could ever like dream it to be. So I'm sure that they Did you are... do that intentionally there. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm very, very aware. <laughs> okay, good. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I feel like it's going to be like this really cool thing. And I think it's something fun to look forward to. Mm-hmm. And then, and I think they're good to say it's going to be like, didn't they say April or something like that? I feel like it was further in. It's not like January. Well, they said the 2021 fiscal year, which I found very which interesting in the top. October. Uh, it's actually theirs starts in the spring, I believe. Spring. Oh, and, um, okay. But it gets even more interesting is as I was reading further down in the press release, it actually said um, at the very bottom in this little tiny thing, because they had like a little like bullet point section and it said tentatively. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I was like, very wise, but I think it's funny you put out the press release anyway. Um, yeah. So we'll see. It might be 2022. Who knows? I think it'll be 2021. What do you guys think? Maybe late 2021. Yeah. 
that's technically 2021. So that would that would count. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was saying just postpone from the spring. Okay. But I, I don't know. Obviously, Tokyo is very different than what's going on here. Uh, but I don't. It's hard for me to imagine a nighttime spectacular in the next like year. <laughs> yeah, I have no clue. Like it, it's impossible to predict things. I feel like right now. Um, all right, well, let's hop back around the world and go to Walt Disney World next. Not really, but you know, wouldn't it be cool if we could have like the flying by map thing? As I was yeah, saying, yeah, figure I just, that out. I don't know how to do that. Actually, I do know how to do that. I don't know how to do that and have me be heard while we're doing that. We need to make the animated graphic, but I think the animated graphic would mute us in this program. I don't know. Anyway, Walt Disney World, Epcot. Uh, It was announced in the last week. There was actually a lot of news because Epcot reopened. So did Disney's Hollywood Studios. We're skipping all of that because you all know it reopened and um, we're Mm -hmm. at least we hope, if not surprise. Um, But uh, (laughs) yeah, but no fireworks because no nighttime spectaculars. No, that's why I have fireworks. Oh, okay. Got it. So one of the things that was discovered when uh, Epcot did reopen is in the uh, they've got a preview center and they discovered people going into it discovered very quickly that uh, there was no longer a section towards that was dedicated to Spaceship Earth in the preview center and there was no longer the Mary Poppins section. So by the end of the day, Disney had confirmed that both Spaceship Earth and the Mary Poppins attractions have been put on hold or paused in I'm going to say indefinitely. And uh, so uh, that that has mixed feelings, I think, for a lot of us. Um, I was cautiously optimistic and actually I was getting more excited about uh, Spaceship Earth. But I have this side of me that really wants to go back and get a really quality um, sound recording of Spaceship Earth for a video. Um, But uh, what do you guys think about these two projects being put on hold indefinitely for however long? Spaceship Earth, I think at the end of the day, will happen. Oh, it totally will. Not this year, not next year. But Spaceship Earth always, always is being plussed up and changed and new narrator, that sort of thing. Who would you like to see as the narrator? That's a good question. I'm trying to think of someone. people narrate? Yeah, you like... (laughs) Yeah, so they've had Jeremy Irons, they've had Walter Cronkite, they've had, uh, well, currently it's Judy Dench. Am I miss- I'm missing one, aren't I, Katie? The first one. You are. I can't think of okay. who you're missing, though. Yeah. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman host. would be good. That's good. Julie Andrews Julie Andrews. Good. Ooh, that's a good Walkie one. just said that. Um, I think James Earl Jones would be fantastic because he's always good. Also good. I mean, you can't go wrong Mark with Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill would be fun. <laughs> Um, anyway, what do you think about Spaceship Earth and Mary Poppins being put on hold? So Spaceship Earth, uh, it's a bummer that it's not happening right now. But like I said, it will happen. Okay. I have no doubt about that. And Jenny, Mary Poppins, think? I think, got scratched. That's possible. Yeah. Jenny, what do you think? Um, I mean, you're, I, our, you're our Epcot expert. I am, so. I, am, I am the Walt Disney World expert here on the panel. <laughs> Yeah, as Roger calls me. <laughs> and um, I mean, I feel like, yeah, I, I agree with Katie that I feel like Mary Poppins probably just will slip away. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, that just that fell off and it was never spoken up again. Wind was coming from the wrong direction. Yeah. yeah. Wind, the wind changed. East. 
Yeah. Umbrella. Bye. <laughs> yeah. She was flying in and then the wind changed. She went, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> so I have a theory. I could be a hundred percent wrong on this, but I, I think I have a, uh, I have a theory on this and that goes to what we're going to talk about next is there's currently, um, as Disney said, basically a new plan for the festival center. And I think at the end of the day, we will get a festival center of some sort. We will get a spaceship earth redo it some sort. We're not going to get it right now because basically Walt Disney world for the last four months has been able to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Walt Disney world is also up against a hard deadline that in what is it? 14 months, 15 months, it will be hitting its 50th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Epcot's supposed to be like the big deal for the 50th anniversary with Harmonious and this festival center and Spaceship Earth and all this stuff. My hunch is they no longer could meet those deadlines. So they have to push them all back. And basically you're going to see a quick, like we're going to take the walls down and make it look pretty real quick and, and get through the 50th. And then once the 50th is done, you're going to see, Oh, here's Spaceship Earth again. Oh, here's the new plans. I'm, I'm betting the Festival Center will be s- similar but different. And we're going to have to wait for a couple of years to find this out because, you know, uh, uh, an anniversary is never just 12 months. It's always like 18 or something. Always. But, but I think that's what happened is I think they ran out of time. I was going to say, I am in mourning about the Festival Center. Like, it'll come. Because I think it'll come. I And what you're saying totally makes sense. But ever since I've seen the concept art for the Festival Center, I was like, there's no way they're pulling that off. It looks beautiful. There's no way. Um, and as the as the kids know, I am an Epcot stan. Um, I, I wrote, like, a ridiculously long article after D23 about how all the changes coming to Epcot were good and were in the spirit of what Epcot is about and how they tie into the rings of the Epcot logo and... Blah, blah, blah. I really love Epcot, like, a lot. Um, so I hope that we get to see this all. And I think it makes total sense. Uh, I mean, who knows if we're even going to see Harmonious during the 50th? We were talking about that last week. I'm going right? to bet we are. I'm going to stick. I'm going to guess that one's going to show up on time. I don't know if we'll see Epcot forever again. Uh, we might. Um, I, I think Harmonious will still happen. I think uh, you're still going to have a, a fun celebration of some sort. We might get... You know, uh, we might get a new show or something for the 50th. I I think with the way, even with the announcements of different um, vaccines that they're testing this week and how they seem to be uh, ahead of schedule, I think the chances of something special happening for the 50th have gone up in the last week. Um, Jenny, do you have any thoughts on Mary Poppins and Spaceship Earth as we move on or the Festival Center? I pass. I figured I was like, it's not really fair because part of this is having walked in the space and knowing it's going from kind of an old drab building that they weren't really using to the possibilities of something that was really iconic and cool. Um, The other thing that uh, we learned this week is that there's some permanent closures now at the Walt Disney World Resort. And um, one of them being Stitch's Great Escape at Magic Kingdom. Um, (laughs) Which came as no surprise because by my last count, I think it's been closed for two years. Yes. Um, with the um with the label of being seasonal or something. And I think they did a meet and greet in there. Um primeval. Do you know what the meet and greet was called? Go ahead. 
Do you know what the meet and greet is called? It's a meet and greet with Stitch. This is my favorite thing on Walt Disney World property. And when I saw it in person, I choked. The meet and greet with Stitch is called Alien Encounter. Beautiful. Which, here's a fun fact. The attraction that was in the current home of Stitch's Great Escape was originally Alien Encounter. Extra terrestrial. I see what they did there. Yeah. So, there you go, kids. That is fantastic. Alien encounter. Get it? Stitch is an alien. So, Write that in your journals. But not anymore because he's gone. Um, but uh, <laughs> Well, the alien encounter might still be there because it's been there for the last two years. I'll be curious just, what ends up happening with this space long term. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I think it's too good of a space to not do anything with. Um, the other thing that went away was uh, Primeval World in uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom. And we actually did get a fun video from 2005, I believe, that Murray posted this week on the channel. And uh, that was kind of fun to watch. And uh, then the other thing that went away, which isn't a huge surprise, but it also kind of is, is uh, Rivers of Light is now no longer going to be presented ever, ever, ever again at uh, Animal Kingdom in that lovely new uh lagoon that they built for rivers of light which says to me that they're going to pull a tokyo disney and in the next year or two they're going to be like hey look at this new show we have for the lagoon and i would not be surprised at all if we got a a a water show or a fountain show or something maybe even a little bit more minimal that just kind of um, does something in that space for the short term and then maybe even for the 50th they up it a little bit I would not mind to see something, uh, I can't remember what it was called all of a sudden, Pixar, like the Colors of Pixar show that was at Pixar Night. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was good. Which was one of the last things we did before quarantine. Um, It's crazy to think about. But there was a cute little show where it was just like they used all the fountains and the fountains didn't really do a lot, but they just kind of played music. Uh, something like that, I think, would fit in very nicely at Animal Kingdom because you could just walk around and you could hear the music and you could see it. Um, I never experienced Rivers of Light. I'm not really in mourning. I will admit Rivers of Light was the thing I had a Fast Pass Plus for at least three times and every time I dropped it for something else. Uh, it One was time just we dropped like, it to go to Raglan Road. <laughs> which was a, it was a very good choice. And... Um, yeah, so it, it's just one of those things where it's like, hmm, okay. Um, I am going to return. Jenny, do you have anything to say on these? Um, I pass. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to go back to Spaceship Earth because uh, Clocky is throwing more names of potential narrators out. And and I think that is definitely worth addressing. Um, I am terrible at saying Lapita. Is it Nyong'o? Yes. I said it right. And uh, Robert Downey Jr., I said that one right also, um, as potential narrators for uh, <laughs> for uh, Spaceship Earth. But I like where he's going on that. Like, it, it's it's kind of out of that normal Disney bubble that we sometimes stick in and, you know and expanding I, to Marvel. I just had this thought, and I don't think they would actually do it. But I just I have this thought of waking up and I go on Twitter it's like the new narrator of Spaceship Earth is Beyonce. That could happen. I know it could happen. I think that could totally happen. I know it's not outside of the realm of possibilities. Yeah, I can see it. Jenny, <laughs> can you see anybody else? Um, ooh, 
It could be so many people. I feel like I, I assume that Spaceship Earth is a very like majestic like totally. script. Yeah. Yes. So it could Flowery. be funny with like somebody who is not. You're <laughs> right. Martin Short like, should be. <laughs> yeah. Like Tom Holland. You know who'd be the best? Tom Holland, congratulations, by the way. Um, wouldn't Tom Hanks be perfect for Spaceship Earth? You've got the Apollo 13 connection. You've got the good guy everything connection. Like, I think Tom Hanks should should be the voice of Spaceship Earth. I think that would be cool. But can he do it as Forrest Gump? Sure. Um, Mary Penguin thinks uh, Josh Gad. <laughs> I think Jenny just vetoed that. Okay. Oh my gosh. Well, that's for our hot take episode. <laughs> Ooh, okay. We okay. have a whole episode of just hot takes. Okay. It's like hot ones, but <laughs> it's, it's hot takes while we eat hot sauce. Ooh. Okay. Uh, we just start sweating. Uh, <laughs> that's another show, but yes. Mm-hmm. Any other any other people you'd like to see? It is kind of hard when you start thinking about it. Like, I think Angela Lansbury would be super cute and it would be a different take on it, but it just would Aww. be charming. Um, like, I think Emily Blunt would be really great in it. Oh, uh, I love Emily Blunt. I, and as I'm going down this rabbit hole, I'm like, well, Lin-Manuel Miranda makes a lot of sense as well. Somebody just because, said that. Yeah, oh, did the they? Comments. I missed that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it's hard to keep up with all the comments. I will be completely honest, but uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of people that can be potentially really fun uh, narrators in there. And it kind of depends on where you want to like, which direction you want to go with the feel for the, the attraction. Cause I almost feel like you could probably use um, some, you know, you could use the rock if you wanted to go like they're adding a Moana section in theory. So get a, a, a oh. voice. that's a little bit more, um, recognizable perhaps and a little bit more uh connected with things going on at disney jenny said tom holland so i'm going to say zendaya there you go yeah that would that would totally work Um, i would love that that i think any of these ideas are actually very good um but that is all the time we have michael eisner is the best (gasps) idea you're right michael eisner should do it every time you go into a new room Hello. hello I'm Michael Eisner. All right. We are out of time tonight, Katie. So uh, get us out of here. Uh, You should go to dapsmagic.com. Check out all the Disney and geek news as it happens. While you are there, subscribe to our mailing list. uh, And you can hit the Geeks Corner button to see more of this nonsense. Jenny. What else can I do? Um, you can also follow us on Twitter at the Geeks Corner on Instagram at Geeks Corner. No the there. I we're the less exclusive i feel like there so it's just geeks quarter and um we do fun like theme days I always promote wacky wednesday because that's tomorrow and find out some fun facts about the three of us tomorrow it will be a blast and also make sure to subscribe to this youtube channel we are at forty thousand. next stop is fifty thousand. Ah! 
So uh, if you know anybody who's ever had a YouTube account or has ever been remotely interested in YouTube or maybe knows how to spell it, um, all of them are welcome to subscribe to us. And we would be very, very thankful because this has been a fun adventure that we never imagined we'd get anywhere as far as it has. But that is all the time we have for you this week. So we will see you around the corner.